Hey everyone, welcome to Pink Shade with Erin Martin. I have one of my new in-person BFFs from the Jenny McCarthy Show. It's Lisser. She is here today to talk about 90 Day Fiance. We're going to do somewhat of a deep dive on Darcy, our favorite, and even talk a little housewives. And I don't even know what else we're going to talk about. Just whatever we freaking feel like because we are interested in basically all of the same shit shows. Hey, Lisser. Hey, Aaron. I'm so happy to be here. I love that you're having me on. This is my favorite. It really is. It feels so cool that I just spent the weekend with you, basically, and now we're Skyping. It feels different to me now. Like, we were 90-day fiancés. We only knew each other over the phone. We had a relationship where we never met in person for, like, three years. And then I met you, and it was like uh, Rebecca and Ziad, you know? It, it, it was it was kismet. We were absolutely. It was. I swear to God, it never felt like I had never met you. It really felt like that this weekend. I know, I get what these people on ninety day are talking about. Yes, we've been pen pals, quote unquote. Right. You know, text pals, uh, radio pals for years now. I, I mean, think about it. I slept in the same hotel room as Michelle from the yes. show. Yes, we've never met, and we were like, yeah, let's do it. I mean, it. I really have to take a step back from all of this when I think about it, because I do make actual relationships with people who I've never physically met, yeah. just like the fucking 90 day people. So I have to yeah. call my entire life to question. I mean, we could get right into that right away, because I've always understood that part about 90 day. And there I is didn't. a thing that happens with technology these days mm-hmm. that, that you that you can have a text relationship with someone that you see infrequently or you know however you want to put it like how they do you know or never met it happens it's like pen pals it's like old-fashioned in a weird way it does happen it you know what it's right it's like when people used to write letters it's like a Jane yes. Austen novel or something where yes. you could rarely yes. see each other and then you'd show up Except at the same party involved you know or <laughs> tits I mean that's what happens too it's a little bit more advanced but yeah Oh, my God. Well, we've never done that, but there's always time for us. Yes. TikTok. Oh, my God. So, okay. Yeah, let's just get right into it. You know what? I mentioned Rebecca and Ziad right away because, Mm -hmm. okay, you guys listening for real. I mean, true confession. If you've been listening to my podcast with Mary Payne, where we recap it every week, you know that at first I was absolutely disgusted by Ziad. And now I'm very attracted Mm. to this dirty Mm -hmm. motherfucker. Mm -hmm. And I don't understand. I don't understand it because, listen, you were right away like he's attractive there's something about him and i'm like he hasn't washed his hair in 25 years it doesn't matter i told you he's a virile man man with tight jeans and like (laughs) you know uh, he's jealous and he's just all man and he's handsome get out of here now you get it now you get it i know but it bothers me because he still talks like the cookie monster which i love he's like me so angry me no accept this (laughs) okay hang on i'm gonna i'm gonna i've gotta i gotta piggyback on that and say that i'm always impressed when half of our 90 day people know english that's a second language i'm impressed i am too and you know what most of them speak more than two languages yes i'm raising my hand i only speak one and i don't even I've almost failed German. I got like a pity C. So I am very impressed when other people know other languages, but (laughs) it's hilarious. French. No, excuse me. Five, eighth, ninth, 10th, 11th, 12th grade. I can't say a lick of French, not a peep, nothing. So I'm always impressed by them. We like even Karini, you know, Paul has been, and I have to jump ahead. No, go ahead. Paul can't say anything except for Fala. uh, That's it. Paul's got Fala and and that's it. Karini is, 
nearly tackled the English language in the time that we've known her on 90 Day. Yeah, she's like, you don't change. I think you're an asshole. And it's like, yeah. oh, good job. <laughs> shut up. She says, shut up. <laughs> she says, you shut up. And he's shut like, up. huh? He can't even but believe like, it. But but this little girl has managed to really take English lessons and, and really learned it somewhat. She was, She's not completely... Uh, uh, bilingual, but Paul can't do shit. He can't and do jack squat. And he's a thirty-something-year-old man, and she's a young woman. No, a you're very right. Young woman. You're right. You're totally right. I mean, he even his mom is like, "Are you going to learn Portuguese?" Yes. Like, you have a baby being born in Port, like in Brazil. Correct. Maybe so you want to learn, learn the language. The language, you fool, because your wife is doing it to try to help you guys out a little bit here. You've done nothing. Fala. Follow, follow, no, no, but when he actually does want to speak to her in her language, what he does is he slows down his own English. Right, he goes, that's it. Me, ha- me upset too, Karini. You want you divorce? You want divorce? He's <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Oh, yeah. my God. Yep. Jesus. Okay, he's going to be on the tell all this week giving other people advice on the oh, uh, 90 is. day the other way. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. anyway. All right, so Rebecca and Zia, this week the big thing with them was that they were out in the desert, which looked lovely, actually. It looked like the this is the coolest... Um, getaway quote unquote that i've seen on any 90 day yes um at all do you know i mean i mean like everyone else looks like they're in a hut i know but um, this is really cool no they he really put some like effort into like taking her places and like having a romantic six week how many weeks is it yeah, uh, I don't know, something visit. like that. But well, They went to the city, they met his family, they went into a romantic like desert vacation. I mean, it, it looked really cool. We got to keep it real, though. I mean, she's paying for it. She's paid for her own ring at this point. She doesn't even mm-hmm. know that. She's mm-hmm. paid for the rental car that she is sure. driving. She's so, driving? What? Yeah. I read TLC tweeted something out that she has gotten pulled over like 40 times. I on saw her that. Trip. Yeah. And she just like tried to get out of it by speaking in a really thick Southern accent. I was like, you're smart. So, I mean, what do you, could you imagine? He's like, okay, so first steps are you rent the car for the next six weeks, which has got to be what? Several thousand dollars. I don't know. And you're driving. <laughs> Me no okay. understand. Me no accept this. You, you, I mean, you could, if, if I landed in New York city and someone told me I was renting the car for all three weeks and driving in Manhattan, I'd be like, well, I guess I'm going home. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I guess we're not going to date anymore. I guess yeah. we're not getting married. <laughs> well, we're Sorry. Broken up now. Yeah. now we're broken up. <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally. I wouldn't even drive downtown to Chicago this weekend. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. like, I'll take the train and just walk around with my suitcase. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so. She didn't have a choice. Yeah, but he's being so sweet. They're out in the desert. He is so happy to be on that ATV. She's screaming at him to slow down, but he will not slow down because he is Zied. He needs to be manly, and he has got his tight little blue sweater on or whatever the fuck. He always has some, like, primary color. It's so hot. I'm telling you, I have a a visceral reaction to him, like, even on an ATV. It's so good. Oh, my God. And then he's holding her. He's holding her, and he's like, you are so perfect. You are so perfect. And she is just, like, talking to the camera about how she's got to tell him Mm -hmm. this big secret. Ooh, I hate her at this point, by the way. Like, I'm done with her. And not to, like, name drop or anything, but while you and I, Aaron, were at dinner with all of our friends last night, for real, like, we all got into this with Donnie and Jenny a little bit, you know? Yeah, Jenny McCarthy, like, Donnie Wahlberg are both yes. huge 90 Day Fiancé fans. Huge. Guys. 
Yeah. And we were like, we got to the point where like, she's a bad person. She has made him, um, now, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Betray, not that his religion. Right. By having sex with a married woman that he never would have chosen to do. I, she didn't, she's like a submit. She didn't give him the choice. That's what I mean. Right. So now he has done something that he thinks is horrifically immoral, right. you know, in his religion and in his heart and in his brain. And he wasn't given the option to choose. And already she's told him, well, I've had a relationship with a woman. And she thought that would be enough to scare him off maybe. And then she was like, yeah. I've been divorced three times. Well, the third one's yeah. still in process. It's like, yeah. she, it's like she's self-sabotaging on purpose. I don't well, it's know. Like, it's like, no, this is what I think. Okay. I think she gets there, right? Where are they? Tell, uh, remind me where Tunisia. is it? Tunisia. Okay. They're in Tunisia. She doesn't know exactly how it's going to go. They are seemingly falling a little bit more in love every time we see them, right? Yeah. So she she's giving him crumbs of horror, like, every week. Like, I, I got more bad news. Okay. One more thing I got to tell you. I got you. a six-toe hiding under here. Tell, yes. I, one more thing I got to tell you. One more thing I got to tell you. And then, you know, the 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 big one this week, what, what I, I found it heartbreaking for him. I really did. I did, and if too. And if that was a man doing that to a woman, which see, see, which Jenny's guy kind of did, I mean, what's really the difference? Exactly. Uh, I, mean, I mean, it is a difference, but you know what well, I mean. Well, there is a, yeah, we have to really parse that out because mm-hmm. she's mm-hmm. not truly with this guy. It's paperwork. I mean... Something tells me maybe it's like a little bit producer driven too. Like she, yeah. you know, they they wanted her to say that she's still married, even though yeah. it is a paperwork issue. But the way she does it is revolting. You know that he's there. He was so cute, little Cookie Monster going around hiding the ring in his little jeggings mm-hmm. and tight shirt. He's like, oh, I put mm-hmm. it up here. I put it over here, and mm-hmm. he is so mad. He says, I know, accept this. You what? You married? You he, so what? He goes, you so what? He goes, you, you so, so what? And she goes, I'm still married. At first he says, I so. And then he goes, yeah. you so. You and so. I'm like, oh my God, Zed, Poor guy. You know, I, okay, I do get that that might be a little bit, excuse me, producer driven. Yeah. But there are people even in the States. I don't even mean to say even in the States. There are people still who think that if, if the if the ink's not dry, you're not divorced. A lot of people do think that. That's true. Like, look, let's look at the housewives' accusations all the time. People are like, Bethany's sure. still married or she's dating a married man when somebody's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. legally married, but they've been, like, in the process of a divorce for 75 years. Sure. Yeah. Sure. So I get it. I do get it. But it's just, she's ridiculous. And then she's like, if he walks away, I'll never find someone as good as him. So she tries to talk to him out by that little table he's like that sitting in the table. sand he's sitting smoking. in the sand and, and by the way he smokes so i'm like oh i just want to smoke with him out there so badly <laughs> you know <laughs> i do i know i love it <laughs> you know what though it's great that he has a little partner to come up and just give him a getaway atb i'm like who is this guy is that the guy who took him on the tour and he's like sure i'll just take you away okay well let's talk about okay let's think about this though too quite frankly she uh visually catfished him you know she was sending him pictures when she was 20 years old i know and he was wearing that that little airbrush shirt that face on his shirt yes okay tell me this for real is it possible that he loves her for real is it are any of these real i think it is i think he very much loves her so 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 much yes 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 i think he loves 
her because she is paying attention to him. She's taking care of him kind of like a mom. But she's also, she is very pretty. And so he's just sort of put that aside. You know, I don't know. It's like, it seems like he is genuine. And I don't know if that's just because I'm weirdly attracted to Ziet at this point, And it's mm-hmm. giving yeah, I me. Turned you is what's yeah, happened. you turned me. Yeah, I'm having problems. But, okay, but wait. So their end goal, though, is him in the United States, right? I believe so. I mean, they're calling this the other way, but doesn't it just feel like a 90 day before the 90 can we, days? Can we just all 90 day this? Forget about before, after. I know. Just 90 right. day it, you know? I know. Like how they did with keeping up the Kardashians that just ended up being keeping up. How about that? Just 90 day. Exactly. When people are like, which one do you cover? I'm like, it's 90 day fiance before the 90 days. I'm like, how many fucking words is that? Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is too and- much. And like we, you and I have talked about a little bit, um, TLC did not know. I, uh, clearly, they were not prepared for the onslaught of popularity these shows were going to have because they can't even get their shit right like on demand or on TLC Go. I mean, it's all a hodgepodge of me being like, wait, which one did I watch? Which it's one's on tonight? I don't fucking know at all. And they don't know either. They're, and clearly, their program directors aren't working on it either. <laughs> They just keep producing them so quickly. And you know what? I misspoke. We're actually recapping before the 90 days. So it truly. Okay, whatever. Yeah, it truly is before. I know exactly. Like you said, who cares at this point? It's all basically the same. Many of the people are ultimately trying to get together and come to the United States in the end. I didn't think that was going to be true on the other way, but we don't have to talk about the other way. We're going to save that for another time. Okay. So, okay. Let's just quickly go through Ben and Akini who, uh, Ben sweats so bad this week in his my grandma's house coat that mm-hmm. he wears to the mm-hmm. bride to the bride price meeting. Mm-hmm. That man, oh my god, he will do anything. He is being put through the ringer. In my opinion, it sucks to be Ben more than anyone else on this show. This okay, season. so now I'm gonna. I, I I don't know if I'm gonna check you or we're gonna have to check each other because okay. I don't know how I feel about him yet. The the overbearing, you can't have another drink stuff was insane. Agree. And a red flag for anyone who's over the age of 25 knows that that's a crazy thing for a man to do or say. And But, but and, he's sitting in a room singing Jesus in the blood yeah. of the lamb. I mean, that's who he is. And so I think mm-hmm. he probably put that out there before... He met, and she's a preacher's kid. So I feel like right. he sort of came into it being this little bit of a holy roller. And I I know these people. I grew up with these people. They're fine people, whatever. But he's he's kind of out there with the fact that he's a square. That's that's totally true. You're right. This is exactly what I why I wanted to like bro yeah. down with this. Yeah. About, with you, because I really didn't know which way I was going. But you're right. Very clear on who he was. Yeah. from the first DM or whatever you want to call it between these two. Right, you know it's what not I mean? like a Jesse Meester who's trying totally. to be like a total player and then he's like, never drink again, you are an mm-hmm. alcoholic. It's like, oh, shut right. up, Jesse. Right. This guy's like, drinking in intoxication, woo-hoo, and he opens his hymnal, he's shaking so bad from it. So he's yeah. kind of like that person all around. That's the only reason why I thought it wasn't necessarily controlling, it was just him being who he is. But you're, You know what, you're totally right, though, that's what she's going to have as a husband, like yes. he is being who he is. Right, totally. I, I didn't know also, um, okay, when I first met Ben and Akini, um, I really felt some chemistry with them when they met at the airport and kind of kissed in the car and they were kind of feeling each other, you know, I Me mean, too. like emotionally feeling each other. I, I, I was into it. 
he's so sweaty and nervous now that I don't know like how this is going to really <laughs> unfold. I mean, he's he's. I, I would be a nervous wreck too, as would you. He doesn't know what the fuck is going on, and her his brother her brother is fucking him over every which way but Sunday with you know like just leading him down the wrong path every time for what he's telling him to do or not do, and then he comes up with what toiletries and such for part of her dowry. <laughs> And the dad goes, this is fucked up. This is for if a cousin dies, he tells them this week. It's like, this is, these are funeral gifts. Also, and, he goes, and, not, and not even for a mom or like an, a, 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 it's a cousin. It's like a secondary funeral gift. He's like, they're not even good gifts for a, for a funeral. This is like if your best friend's stepfather yes. two husbands yes. ago died. Yes, yeah. that's exactly right. But also, he's like an hour or two late and they're like, okay, well, this distant relative over here was on time. And right. Ben is sitting there in his crazy outfit, which, you know, is a traditional outfit. Okay, I know I'm going to get DMs about this, but he looks extra hilarious because he is so uncomfortable in it. That is why. I mean, He's sweating please. from head to toe. His back hair is sticking out, tufting up over the collar. I mean, this poor guy. I, I mean, God forbid, or which way do I want to go with this? Did the did the producers tell him, <laughs> please wear this? Or did Akini? I don't know. But it makes for great fucking TV. It's him fantastic. sitting there in it. It's fantastic. And then you know, this is where I shriek and go, "What?" And this is where I grab my phone and text you and be like, "What the fuck is Ben wearing? Is this happening?" I have a picture of it saved as my computer's like background right now. Because <laughs> I'm like, "This so is good. my grandmother's house coat." I cannot believe he wore this to the bride price mm-hmm. ceremony. However, I understand it matched hers. It was traditional. She looks gorgeous in hers. He looks She's like stunning. She's a stunning, beautiful. Oh, my God. He looks like an immigrant who's just coming over in, like, 1854. The poor guy. And her dad's laughing. Oh, God. It's so bad. It's so bad. He also doesn't know. He goes, if he doesn't accept the bride gift, which is a dowry, right, do I ever see Akini again, or do they just take her away? He doesn't even know if he's just going home to the airport after that. They're going to kill him. If they're going to, like, roast the chicken on his face. He has no fucking idea what happens if if it's not if it's not well received i know and he also already gave her a ring that doesn't fit he proposed to her over like burnt sausages it was yes. so weird <laughs> totally i'm like what's happening ben he's just falling apart i feel like mm-hmm. he's truly falling apart weirdly i have a soft spot for ben but when i recap this with mary Payne, she thinks he's like super creepy and controlling too ish not super I- but on on that spectrum more than me. I don't know why I have a soft spot for him. I just feel bad for him. Oh, I'm telling you why you have a soft spot. And it's because he is a single, he poses as kind of a single dad. Clearly he's been married and he's got a wife or an ex-wife helping yeah. out with the baby and whatnot. But I know you and I know me and we're always going to have a soft spot for someone who's like, I need to worry about my son first and foremost, Right. Totally. When he was crying about his son being his priority, I was like, okay, yeah. I, he, he had me at that. Like, I can't well, get over that. Well, this is why you've got a soft spot for him. This oh is exactly God. why. I do, here's, an, here's someone who I don't have a soft spot for, and a lot of people do, and I don't know why I can't get over this, but I do not have a soft spot for Omar with Avery. He seems like a nice guy. I feel like he's probably been horrifically traumatized in his life, you know, being from Syria. Who Correct. knows what's gone on? However, he he just has this dead affect and he doesn't talk about his life at all. And it's as as crazy as Avery is and as immature and annoying as she is. I keep wondering, like, who is Omar? 
I, I think that's a great question. I do, but I am completely and wholly focused on the fact that Avery is an asshole. <laughs> I mean, she just, I mean, everything she even says to her parents is just like stepping to them as a teenager, you know, I know. every which way is... Oh, you told work about you moving there, but not me. And she's like, work won't get on my ass like you will. I'm like, okay, girl. I mean, again, she's an immature little kid. I know. Who is really just doing this to work her parents over. That's how I see this. It's an extreme rebellion. It's like way. That's exactly right. Right. It's not like taking the car and, you know, driving over. This motherfucker didn't just get a tattoo. No, exactly. It's like she converted to Islam. (laughs) And, and and is trying to move to Syria, you know? She's more extreme than the people on Love After Lockup who rebelled mm-hmm. as teenagers and ended mm-hmm. up in prison, literally in prison. She is more extreme than that. That's exactly right. And, and her poor mother going out there. I mean, you know, uh, to the audience, one of our BFFs on the Johnny McCarthy show, Colleen, you know, she's got four kids and one is Avery's age, you know? She's like, no, here's the answer. You're not going Exactly. You're not marrying him and you're not going. I'm right. sorry that daddy and I had to handcuff you back home, but you're not going. I said the same you thing. Clearly can't, you clearly can't make intelligent decisions. This is over. No, I, absolutely. I was like, justice for Terry when people were like, Terry's really yes. controlling and being horrible to them. I was like, are you kidding? People would hate me if I was on this show with Skylar as a 19-year-old because if my daughter was doing this, I would be adult kidnapping her. I mean, we, wouldn't, even, we wouldn't be on the show, let's face no, it. No, we wouldn't be on the show. No. She might not no. talk to me for years, but I'd be keeping her alive in a bedroom somewhere. I would not let her go. I will flowers in the attic, this girl, quicker than her head can spin before I let her go marry some dude, you know, from fucking Syria. No, that, I no just... she's never met. This is insanity. And it, I, I can't. And, and, and listen, I don't know who hurt Avery. <laughs> I don't know if Avery's just gotten everything she's always wanted. So she keeps pushing the boundaries. Girl, I know. I don't know. Something is but... wrong. Something's something went fucking real wrong at some point, and and they continue to let her do it. Yeah. Oh, this is a perfect segue to who hurt Tim. What went wrong with Tim? Oh God. <laughs> what is going on with Tim? Have you ever encountered such a man? Um. Yeah, my gay friends. I mean, I, I mean, I, I don't know what. Like, I don't know who Tim thinks he's kidding here. But. It's, I don't even think it's no. an issue of sexuality or preference or gender. I don't even I don't even know if it falls within that. There's something emotionally Desperate. really, really, really sad to me at this point about Tim. I mean, he well, what it, is going it, on with him? Nobody he, understands. He's he's not even emotionally desperate for the girl he's out there for. You're tr- he's you're still right. looking back at home for his ex, whomever that fucking girl is. What what is she? His Veronica, ex fiance who gave him the little tiny tiny ring that he gave to Jennifer with the two Fs at the top of the cliff this week. Can you imagine my boyfriend giving me a ring that his ex fucking girlfriend allowed him to give to me? Also, P.S. He's like, it's a promise ring. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's a promise that I might put my dick in you. I don't know. Nobody knows. No, nobody knows that that dick is not going in anywhere, mm-hmm. anytime. In fact, they do this whole like engage, not engage thing. She actually accepts this very modest ring, which good for her. I was actually proud of her that she didn't complain about it because she seems like the kind of chick who would. 
She did. Yeah. She was like, thank you. Even then, when he was like, it's a promise ring, I promise you. She goes, well, I'm from here and nobody's ever heard of such a thing. And a I'm from here and like very few people do it here either. I mean, she's, she's right. It's crazy, but she still accepts it. It's like she's accepting any crumb for the promise of a better life or something because mm. obviously mm-hmm. she doesn't have mm-hmm. a real relationship with this guy. And then they go home that night and he just falls asleep. And piggybacked on that though, the promise of a better life. She lives in arguably, arguably, excuse me, one of the nicer cities, towns, areas that we've seen in all of 90 Day. True. You know what I mean? True. Yeah. I I mean, we've seen people who, what was that girl's name from, uh, the guy who made her the rap song? She literally lived in a tree house. Oh, my God. Hazel and Tarek. Yes. I mean, like, so I, 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 and intellectual brain when I watch this when I watch it as a documentary rather than just like a soap opera nonsense I I do try to think about like okay what's their end game or what's their goal point and I get it you know like fuck yeah wouldn't you if you could yeah absolutely if you're Karini wouldn't you get out of the goddamn Amazon and maybe try to get to a better life yes for sure I know but I in the the case of Karini and Paul everyone is still like but Paul Really? Paul? <laughs> I told you, Erin, I said she hooked her She hooked her wagon to the wrong motherfucking horse, that girl. Oh, she my done God. So much better. Any loser in the world. Because he is psychotic, is why. Oh, it's not just no, like... he, I have to say that he might be the most dangerous that I've seen on the show. Absolutely. Check the scoreboard. He's burning motherfuckers' houses down and yeah, slashing yeah, yeah. their he, tires he's and stuff. He's got a rap sheet. Yes. He's an actual rap sheet <laughs> of being an absolute, you know menace to women he's like the brazilian government finally declared me not a terrorist day not a terrorist that he was declared a terrorist at some point oh i know he you was know? secretly excited about that totally he, he he thinks he's dangerous oh my god he but he is legit dangerous that's the scary part anyway I, okay I, back to tim and jennifer though so yes ma'am. this is crazy she asks him straight up like are you gay and he, yeah i don't know if it's editing or what and she didn't ask it in a completely horrible way, like an accusation or like it was even a bad thing because God for I mean, it's not. But we would not want to see her doing that either. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she asks him, like, I was just wondering, like, maybe you're gay. And he's like, well, I know you maybe you'd wonder that because blah, blah, blah. His answer is very bizarre, too. Mm-hmm. OK, OK. So let me get into that a little bit. When it was, when it's Tom and Darcy and he goes, I don't know. I'm just not ready to fuck you the first night we meet. I get that. So maybe Tim was feeling that too. He's like, can we hang out? We're in a weird situation where I'm not going home. You know what I mean? Right. We don't have two hotel rooms. I'm not going home. We got a first date, this second date, this third date, this, you know, for a couple times over before maybe he's emotionally there or whatever. Um, so I do get that. I'm not like, I'm, I'm not like ripping on him for not boning in like the moment he fucking meets her i, get I agree that. That's a, I totally agree. A stupid thing to think that anyone would do yep. i do get that you know but if you're giving someone a promise ring you might think if you you might be worried do you have sexual chemistry or not well it's like are you in love do you want to yeah yes. be together yeah. do you want, i mean i'm gonna be like totally cheeseball but like don't you want to make love with your future wife like mm-hmm. this is not like i just go fuck you and leave like it is way right. beyond that at this commitment right. level right he's like maybe we'll have babies together your daughter is so great you know blah, blah. they are way beyond wham bam you know so it's but, just very strange that he keeps avoiding it and he even says exactly the next day right. he's like 
Well, I guess I disappointed her again. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they go cut to next day. He's like, well, I fell asleep again. I'm like, oh. <laughs> you can't fall asleep this many times you or can't until freak we out. figure out that maybe, maybe uh, who knows what the problem is. Him being gay isn't a problem. No. But like, what, you know, uh, does he have emotional uh, uh, issues of, I don't know, but that ex-wife or ex-fiance of his is a fucking problem. Yeah, something is going on. But did you notice how Veronica asked about, you know, their physical intimacy? And we've heard mm-hmm. that someone reported, oh, producers had her ask that. I'm sure that's true. But I'm wondering, she knows there's a problem there. You well, know what I mean? Because he's still really Aaron, close to her. Well, Aaron, what do we say all the time? The real, the real reality show is in the camera guys. Yes. Oh, my assessment God. Of the situation. Do these camera guys go film all these people and report back and go, this guy's not fucking her or this guy's this or that. like you can see when you're in the room with someone, you can assess the situation. I need I would love to interview these camera people. Can you imagine the ratings? I mean, Sharp Entertainment, if you're listening, seriously, yes. the ratings for a show called I mean, who knows what it's called, but don't call it like 17 word title like all the other right. 90 day things. Right. But it should right, be right, like because right. these camera crews are all separate and some of them are mixed with local and U.S. camera crews, and they come together as a team to film these ne'er-do-wells for an entire mm-hmm. season. If we mm-hmm. could have segments once a week with the camera crews just sitting around shooting the shit, you know millions of viewers would tune into that. Aaron, they are the ones in the field doing the observations. Absolutely. That silently doing the observations. They're watching, you know, fucking monkeys in the jungle and going back and going, like, guess what they do? To the producers... Who then, who then decide which way they're going with the story. Exactly. They're the one dodging Angela's fists and, like, getting attacked by machetes. These people, I think the camera crew on Love After Lockup, the crews on Love After Lockup and on 90 Day, every single version, are just the MVPs of all camera crews. When I said um, monkeys in the jungle, what I meant was Jane Goodall. <laughs> I really didn't mean that. I'm not kidding. They're silently watching and filming these human beings, and, and they can probably figure out what the real story is so if someone posed the question to veronica or 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 gently told her to ask that question i mean they saw something exactly you're right no you're right like observing behavior yes they're observing behavior while they're filming it yeah so she ends up rejecting the ring later and she's like i don't want her Mm -hmm. trash because he's so Mm -hmm. stupid enough to tell her We'll move on to Angela Michael quick because we have to get to Tom and Darcy. Yeah. But anyway, Tim's a mess, and I don't know what's wrong with him. But who knows if we'll ever find out something's okay, wrong. But do you get do you get any dirt like current dirt on these couples? Okay, they're keeping it pretty tight lipped. I think Rebecca and Zied. I feel like they are still together just because they defend each other so much on mm-hmm. social media. Mm-hmm. Ben and Akini, I have no idea, but Akini None. is very upset that they are making her family look. Um, crazy and evil. Gotcha. I get that. Yeah. And, and, and I, I would agree with that. I because these know. Are, these are nice people who have traditions and a daughter, and it, there's no reason to make her father look like a psychopath. Shit. And they're going like, this is not what you bring to him. Stop. You know, I get it. We got to do the shock value or the, right. um, to illustrate the, the, the vast difference between the two cultures. I get it. Right. 
But right. if I were her, I'd also be annoyed. She's really annoyed. Yeah, she mm-hmm. came out with a statement, and then I think since then she's been pretty quiet. I think Omar and Avery, we don't know. I would assume they're still married, but she's still in Ohio, and they're peddling their wares on some website about, like, handmade jewelry and crafts made in the Middle East, and somebody posted a picture. I think it was frauded by TLC, which is a great Instagram account to follow. Everybody should be following this. Yeah, I do follow that one. Okay, she posted something about, like, and you can find the same ones at TJ Maxx and put a side-by-side, and I was like, oh, damn. So, oh, dear. Yeah, it's sort of like a Nicole's Makeup Store 2.0-ish, yes. but it's actually a store, which is a start, yeah. which is something better than Asin and Nicole uh-huh. ever had. Okay. And uh-huh. then Tim and Jennifer, no idea. I have a feeling it's a no. Angela and Michael, totally, she is the smartest one with TV, even though she's a monster on TV. Yeah. She never says jack shit on social media. She's really yeah. good about it, because she knows how TV works, and she's there to make TV, and I'm convinced that the... The really volatile, over-the-top moments that we see from her are because she knows... She, she's misjudging the audience. She's thinking the audience wants more of that, and we're all starting to hate her for it. I used to love her. I couldn't agree more. But she's she doing got it a for little the cameras. Bit, she, got, she got a little bit of, like, yay, for five seconds about being outrageous, and yes. then didn't know when to pull that back. Right, because it's not like she's brilliant. I mean, no, so. no, she just she she she's like acting on positive feedback from <laughs> social media, you know, <laughs> totally. And so she's just acting like a total asshole at this point, And everyone is on Michael's side. So this week, he actually tells her, like, you need to respect me. And she's mm-hmm. like, fine, I'll apologize to the goofballs. But I ain't saying I'm sorry for what I said, just the way I acted. And so she goes and she sits down with them and they end up apologizing to her. You know, my. Italian temper and uh, my Italian temper, I'll say. I, I, I do get it a little bit. She doesn't know how to control herself whatsoever. I did, when she talks to the camera and said this week, he hurt me really badly when he went out with his friends instead of being there for me emotionally when I was really sick or when she was sick one night, right? That's a very honest statement to say as a woman. Like, I just needed him to, like, hang out with me via what <clears throat> Skype or whatever, right? Right. I needed him, and he wasn't there. That's that's a woman thing to say. It's a woman thing to feel. It's a woman thing to uh, want, right? Yeah. Her reaction, the bad temper, I also understand that. But holy Lord, girl, she goes fucking crazy. You can't be throwing drinks in people's faces. That's called assault, girl. Exactly. That ain't, that ain't right. Especially, if that was a man, if that was a man, he would be, if that was Tom or goddamn Jesse or anybody else, you'd be, you'd, you'd be blackballed from, I mean, they wouldn't even film him anymore. It is an illusion to think yeah. the Louboutin at my head <laughs> was not assault. Totally. <laughs> I mean, totally. I, I agree. Control. She's out of control. But I, in these moments, she does reel me back in. I know there's some people out there. I have some people in my pink shade group who are like Angela. And I'm done with Angela, and I totally get it. I'm I not, do too. I'm not done with her though, because like you say, when she has these moments where she actually uses her words like a big mm-hmm. girl, I understand That's exactly her exactly. Right. That's exactly right. When she uses her words at the camera, I go, "Okay, girl, I feel you. I feel your soft underbelly. Like I get it. I do." Yeah. And she's like, you cannot I don't want Michael people physically. You're insane. No, she can't do that. She can never do that again. And Michael 
it, it feels like he has no power because she has all the power of the green card yeah. and he wants it so badly. He does. But when she says to him, you know, well, I don't want you to be with some other woman and this and that, those are real fears for her. Absolutely. And her age is a real fear for her. All Absolutely. of that is real. You know, Absolutely. that's not crazy for her to think those things. No. So let me ask you this. Do you think that there is a real attraction between the two of them? I do. I, know. I think I she's attracted know. to him. I think he likes her spunk and then it becomes too much and it becomes out of control and a problem because he does like, like when he sees her at the airport, he is grabbing her ass just as much as she's grabbing his. They are just so happy to see each other. Do you think that like at this point, maybe they are, I mean, maybe not. I mean, she might, uh, she, she, she clearly is not in love with them. They don't have a real relationship. You know, there's no in love about this. I know she's attracted to him and she wants him, right? She wants him. Right. Um, to be back at home with her and be hers and whatever. Right. Do you think that he he is her friend? Do you think that, that they're friends? I think it might even go beyond that and be more mm-hmm. like a maternal thing or like an auntie mm-hmm. because of the age difference. Like when he described her as his elder and she's like, I'm yeah. not your elder. But he yeah. looks at her kind of like, oh, this woman will take care of me. She pays for me. I listen to her. I obey her. She tells me to quit my job. She gives me a monthly allowance. And so he really likes that, too. Because that's not do a we, friend relationship. That's a caretaker relationship. Do know? we think that he thinks that she is a sophisticated woman because she's from America? <laughs> I mean, that terrifies me. If this is our representatives, it does. That okay. crosses my mind too. When I start going back to like looking at the documentary, I'm like, oh dear God. Now listen. Is this what he thinks? We know the learning channel does not represent the best and brightest we have. Right. I mean. Right. We do. Because <laughs> Nigeria. This is so bad. Michael is so much better than her. We all know this. Yes. But he no, doesn't he... have the power. She has the power. So she actually cries when the goofballs, as she calls them, apologize to her. They say, look, we all do want to get along. We're sorry if we hurt you. And she says, well, I'm sorry for what I said, but blah, blah, blah. And she starts crying. I think she's just so exhausted with being so angry all the time, too. It, it was like yeah. angry tears. Yeah. You know? And she also she had the one guy that she talked to this week. I forgot his name, but she was like, I really want to talk to him. And when you get into um, her speaking to him, she was like, I thought we were friends. So there is stuff going on off camera. You know what I mean? There's a relationship between them off camera where she's like, I thought we were all friends here. That makes and more sense. And then when you guys, when you guys, you know, didn't support me or our relationship, I felt hurt and betrayed. I get that. Everybody has felt that, you know, like at whatever age or whatever. Right. But there's clearly like a relationship going on off camera because we didn't know about any of this. We didn't know about the goofballs until they appeared on camera. There was, there was, it was happening. No, last time we saw them was last year when they were hanging out by the car, basically. Yes. That was it. And yes. we were like, they're great. They're hilarious. Now this year, they're mm-hmm. this huge problem for them as a couple. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, anyway. Okay, huge problem for Tom and Darcy, uh, or Tom and Oof. Darcy, number one, but also... It's Darcy. A Darcy. Your problem for Tom and Darcy is Darcy. Okay, Tom too. <laughs> Girl, Tom too. Amen. I am like so not having him anymore. He takes her salsa dancing. It's like he wants to take her into environments where she, being the the animal of Darcy that she is with all of her uh-huh. moving parts, would be triggered the most. 
Mm-hmm. He takes her into the most triggering environments that the he can possibly most take her to. Triggering Period. environment. Period. It's ridiculous. And then he brings his sister with the tragic blush situation, which is also a triggered situation of her going like, "He's never gonna love you know whatever she says." We'll get into that. But yes, yeah, you're totally right. He gaslights her just as much as her twin sister does. Just as much, and she loves. It's like she goes after it because weren't you saying she's looking for someone who does the same thing that Stacey I'm has telling always you done? that we. Like when we talk on BFFs like Friday with you and whatnot, we talk about codependence and um, and narcissists and triggering and things like that. Her mostly with women, I shouldn't say mostly, but a lot of times it's a parent relationship, a father relationship, or you know, a bad right. boyfriend or whatever that you're trying to emulate this relationship with again because you're stuck in this pattern, right, of a bad relationship. It's with her sister. Right. She's she's finding relationships with men that that mimic her relationship with her sister. Right, but only it's some the people relationship she probably has. Yeah. Yeah, she's actually almost married to her sister in terms Correct. of their living arrangement, how they raise their kids together, their partners Correct. in business, their partners emotionally. They <laughs> Even though she doesn't know the term tit for tat, she's learning that term. And they she go learned tit it for tat. <laughs> she's like, tit for tit, tat, twi- tit twin for, tat. She goes, well, then he saw the tit for tat. And I go, well, it's not a, like a condition. It's a, it's a term, Darcy. She goes, he saw our twin tats. <laughs> he saw our twin tat, that's for sure. I'm like, no, that's not what it is, honey. But I love <laughs> you to death. still not correct, Darcy. No. <laughs> Still not correct. She's trying, though. Yeah, so she goes to this salsa dancing, and she's all dressed up in her crazy getup once again. She is constantly in a full getup head to toe with, like, the gold body paint and the areolas practically popping out. It's just a mess. Thank you so much for noticing the sparkled body paint. Oh, yeah. it can't just be the lashes and the hair and the outfit. Now she's she's like an Oscar statue. I mean, she's completely glittered up from head to toe. If she would lean against you, no matter what no. you were wearing, you'd have to go change immediately. And the best thing is we know how she smells because she smells like the Victoria's Secret spray that they spray on you when you walk through the door. She smells like angel body, whatever that <laughs> fucking thing is called, you know, which is a sweet, terrible thing that she sprays all over her inside her vagina and everywhere else. Totally. She does it like breath spray, like yes. right in the throat. Yes. She is so pissed off because it's the environment of all... It's it's the most triggering thing ever because it's a place where, as Tom says, oh, you just go up and dance with anyone and they mm-hmm. ask you to dance. And he is such a fucking nerd. I'm sorry. She, but watching I, him salsa dance oh is supposed gosh. to be like his cool moment. Mm-hmm. It's not cool, people. Well, I also love that um, they just keep going, it's the culture. I'm like, you're in London. Not in a salsa culture. What the fuck are you talking about? You're in Nottingham. You're in Nottingham. There wasn't even bar stools at that bar, quote unquote. This is just a setup to piss you off. Like, we all got that, you know? I when know. there's not bar stools at the scene at the bar, I know it's a setup. Totally. Absolutely. And you know that they were telling those girls, go ask him, go ask him. And then his sister wants to act like he's the man about town. She goes, oh, he slept with hundreds of women. Also, why Mm -hmm. does his sister have a completely different accent than him? Why does his sister have a, is that her husband or boyfriend there? They keep calling him her partner and nobody knows exactly what's up with this because they're the most mismatched couple ever. You know, she did have a... Uh, better moment this week, right? She took Darcy out and she was kind to her. I don't think she was kind for a couple seconds and then I thought she was really smug and awful and I thought she gave her terrible advice saying, well, you need to just ask him. Just go ahead and ask him. Are we exclusive? And then she sort of made her do that. I thought that was kind of awful. I 
there's no kind of about it. You're totally right. Yeah. I, I thought, you know what? It was Monday and I'm tired. I thought maybe for five seconds she was trying to be nice. No, you're totally right. I take that back. She would be a fucking dickhead consistently and over and over. Um, I acted like that with my brother. Like I have an older brother. I acted like that, like an asshole about other girls with him till I was about 24. Right. I mean, or, you know, they're 48 <laughs> years old here. And so my brother goes, can you please leave my girlfriends alone? Like, you're an asshole. You're, you, you're being a dick. And I'm like, oh, God, I'm sorry. Yes. I was, a, I was a child when I finally got put in line for that. I know. She, That's a... she, thinks, her, she thinks her brother and her, oh, God, it's so gross. She thinks she's like um, uh, her brother's keeper, which is embarrassing at that age. Um, and she thinks her brother being uh, what? What she thinks is not what? Famous? or on TV or something that she's going to like be a part of this and manage it and be like, no, it's me and him. It's me and him. And I know him better than everybody. Stop. More immaturity on top of all of it and cruel for sure to Darcy. Right. And I would argue that she's acting worse than Stacy. Yeah. Yeah. And yet Tom acts like. Every which way Darcy turns and people treating her exactly how she asks to be treated though. (laughs) I know. You know what? Everywhere she turns, there's Stacy everywhere. It's like Stacy's face is just on everyone and they're just all treating her this way. She surrounds herself with it. Yes. They're like, what's wrong with you? Why are you the problem? Darcy, Darcy. And it's like, oh my God, this woman is going to jump out the the window. You're the problem. Okay. Did you see Darcy? I I saw today on um, Instagram, Darcy did yet another um, embarrassing, immature uh, video on Instagram. And, and she goes like, never make anyone let you feel worthless. I was like, worthless. What are you talking about? Not sad. Not angry, not, you know, um, unhappy, not bad, worthless. worthless. Never let anyone make you feel worthless. I was like, good Lord, those are big words. It's, it's a, it, I think she has big feelings about herself. And I think yes. those big feelings are really bad. I, I actually brought up a quote here that I screenshotted for us to talk about because we are so involved in the. In her mental know, in the psychology health. of Darcy. Yes. It's like, I really want her to be okay. And I don't think she's going to be, you know, but. And, and I say that too because I forget sometimes we, even people are listening to us like on the Jenny show or whatever because I'm like, she's fucking crazy. And I don't want to be like that. I get it. You know? I know. I, I know. Do. She is but crazy. She's, she's fascinating. Her mental fascinating she's completely to fascinating. Me. So here's what she said when um, people were wondering why is her, you know, she, her look has changed quite a bit over the years. And she mm-hmm. she's actually quoted in saying, um, she's been going through a personal transformation, and she calls it her D-glow. She says, my transformation is from within and only skin deep and started by loving myself first. And once I began listening to my heart and soul, the transformation oh began. Oh it happens fast. As I uh-huh. began to envision my my desired results, be beautiful for you and feel and let your confidence shine bright for you in the world. Love, Darcy. Okay, here's what. <laughs> Here's what. There are real true things in that sentiment, right? Her um her lip service to it is nothing because she's just lip servicing it. She doesn't do anything except for add another extension uh, to her hair, you know, to make any of this come to fruition. I, I think it's crazy to think that she has teenage daughters watching this. Come on. It's absolutely, I mean, it's absolutely bad shit. And okay, let's talk about the daughters. 
did you watch the video I sent you of Darcy's ex-husband? Okay. So and we I need to explain this. I had done a deep dive on him. I did a bit of a deep dive on him before I saw the video. I had known that he had gotten married in April of this year, right? When she was filming in London slash Albania. Okay. So tell people what you know about Darcy's ex-husband before well, we get what... into the marriage thing. We know that they were together, obviously, had two children, and they lived with her sister and her husband. Am I wrong, Erin? Uh, they, wait, they live, who, who, the daughters? The, no, no, no. The two couples live together. What? Yes. I don't know if they had a split level, like we talk about in Chicago or whatever. I did not but, know that. Yeah. Okay, got it. Okay. Okay, so after a divorce happens with Darcy, he clearly has moved on. She starts doing, she's clearly always wanted to be on TV, too. You can do any deep dive on Darcy and find that they try to do the Silva twins or twin life or what the fuck ever it is. You know, I mean, it's like a, it's like a Christopher Guest movie of, of her and her sister trying to get on TV Absolutely. all the time. They have this you house know? of 11 fashion quote empire. Yes. The website hasn't been updated in like three years. And by the way, hold up. I love their logo and I love their clothes. I'm not kidding. I was like, there was something there. They could have really done something with they that. They kind have. of had, you're right. They kind of had cool, like, um, you know, athleisure, sexy athleisure kind of stuff. And I dug it. I was like, House of Eleven? I get that. H, and then with the logo, I thought it was kind of cool. They've not done anything except for try to be on TV for years, right? Nothing. So her husband, but they've nothing. also just released a video together. They think they're singers and pop artists. Oh, They're like God, 44 years mercy. old. Darcy and Stacey have also been 44 years old for like five years. Just FYI. That's exactly right. Yeah. Okay. Do you okay. think they're 45? Um, I think they're uh, not the age they're saying they are. The, nothing else mm-hmm. is true. But I think every single season Darcy's been on, they've been like 44 years old. And I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How's this going on? So, okay, but she's the, been on for the four two years. Couples, the two couples lived together and then they both got divorced. They both got divorced. The husband moves on. Darcy at some point gets on TLC, right? Meanwhile, the husband is completely and totally moving on with his life, finds a new girlfriend, fiance, then wife, um, all the while, while she's like making, unfortunately, a fool of herself with Jesse on TV. Right. right? Did you say the the ex-husband's name, Frank Bollock? It's Frank Bollock. Bollock, yes. Um, So he gets married in April of 2019, this year, while she's filming with Tom in England and Albania and he has a wedding a full wedding that is like uh, Miami Vice like I don't even know how to explain like there's a wedding video out there that is like Darcy's dream that's exactly the point because people are saying on my Facebook group after I posted the video that some people are like oh my god this had to be totally triggering for her and some people are saying oh she doesn't care if he gets married I'm like it's not Mm -hmm. that he's getting married it's not that he's getting married this video just the video and then her daughters being a part of it and all that happening while she was filming this bullshit with Tom who's barely interested in her he wouldn't even have sex with her at the, the beginning. He wouldn't even sleep knows, in the same room with her. Exactly. The fact that she knows that this other chick, who she may or may yep. not like, is getting mm-hmm. her dream, it has got to be triggering her on every level. At one point in the video, they have a they have an aerial view of the wedding uh, venue that is like a Kubrick movie. I mean, it's like it, it had to have cost $500,000 to make this video. 
I mean, there's an aerial view from like an airplane, like closing in on the venue and an entry. It's like the beginning of a movie. It totally there's is. There's titles. There's titles. It might as well say directed by, you know? I mean, it's like, it's crazy. It's directed by some idiot, though. Because when the bride yes. is holding up the shoes, it says, do yes. I, instead of I do. Oh, good God. Yeah. But it's totally crazy. It has the lighting. It looks like a Bravo show. Is what It, it has Bravo lighting. That's exactly what it looks like. You're totally right. It's it, above TLC. If Bravo TLC. had a helicopter. If yes. Bra- if Bravo had a helicopter, they, this would be what it was. That, that's like, what it would be. It's like closing in on Villa Blanca. No, Villa Rosa. You know, yes. from an aerial view of, of, of what's-her-name's wedding. What was Lisa Vanderpump's daughter's name? Yeah. Pandora's, uh, Pandora's like wedding. wedding. It is exactly that. <laughs> it is it's better filming than The Bachelor. It's, it's Bravo it's filming. It is better filmed than Pandy's wedding. It's better filmed than The Bachelor closing up on, up on a beach. It's crazy. Okay, so how many of us think Darcy would be okay after knowing that this woman is getting with her ex-husband, who again, she may not want back, she may not want anything to do with, but that she's getting this fairy tale. And it is truly a cheesy-ass fairy tale wedding. I mean, my nightmare of a fairy tale. It's, but my, yes, it's a nightmare. It is, it is Darcy's 1,000% fairy tale. And she's melting down over in England, and we're wondering why. I swear to God, this has something to do with it. We're 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 wondering why she starts crying when Tom hands her a glass of wine, and she slides down a wall and starts weeping that nobody's ever treated her like a princess so much before. And he's like, "I'm not treating you like a princess. I just handed you a glass of wine. You gotta calm down, girl." This is. Meanwhile, this other bitch is on Fantasy Island marrying her ex-husband. It is Fantasy Island. That's exactly what it is. But and by the way, by the way, Aaron, correct me if I'm wrong. It's almost like he's triggering her too. He is. Everybody is triggering Darcy, gaslighting Darcy because she's so annoying. She deserves it. She does deserve it because she is awful. But at the same time, I weirdly want justice for her. I want her to dump Tom so much. I think it would be the best ending to their story. Like if at the end she was just like, you know what? I'm not worthless. You're not my I'm big not sexy man. He was catfishing her just as much as Rebecca was catfishing Zied. Without a doubt. Without I, a doubt. This guy is 100%. such a loser. I can't defend I, him at all. He is well, putting up with Darcy. I get it. She's horrible. But he knew her for four years, allegedly, online. Uh, she's not a different person on social media. In fact, she's even worse on social media. So <laughs> he knew exactly what, she, what he was getting. She's so much worse on social media. She's worse. <laughs> God, she, her, 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 uh, again, underbelly shows really poorly on, on social media too. I mean, it is raw Darcy of just like, here's me in my underwear looking for my best life. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, what are you talking about? Again, that's why I've been saying the whole time. I have no sympathy for Tom because who did Tom think he was going to be spending time with? Yeah. Donnie said that last night too, by the way. Excuse me again. Name yeah. drop. Whatever. No, that's all right. We, he, he really did. We talked he, to Donnie he, more about 90 Day Fiance during that dinner than anybody talked about anything. Oh, no. He watches 90 Day like you and I do. I mean, he's yeah. all motherfucking in. Too. We're all And he in. goes like, yes, he's like Tom thought he was getting some fucking uh, hot pe- He thought that he was like shooting over with Darcy. And then she gets there and he's like, what the fuck is this crying heap of eyelashes sitting in the corner of my room doing? <laughs> Why is her hair extension stuck to my foot? You know, like a piece of toilet paper. Why did I I get kicked in the face when we fucked the first night? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, but then he's got this horrid sister who's just Mm -hmm. as bad, if not worse, than Darcy's twin. And so he's acting all self-righteous. I hate him just, I hate him more. 
Well, listen, I, I, I get it. I do. But it, sometimes when you're watching 90 Day, it's kind of okay to find a headshot or the the one-on-one -on -one camera of a normal person talking and being like, she's out of control. <laughs> she's, I know. It's so true. She's, she he seems to be the voice of reason at some point at some times whilst he's gaslighting her the whole time though yeah, he's eliciting exactly. this reaction from her and then you know belittles her behind her back about her reaction that he knew she was going to have oh my god you're so right it's true it's true he is the voice of reason but he's doing he's gaslighting her at the same time I mean, nobody on the entire planet has been gaslighted as much as Darcy Silva ever in the entire world. I'm telling you're right. A hundred percent. Nobody. I mean, I don't even know how she's still standing on those let's, heels. Let's think of that. Okay. Let's do this. would be a fun thing. Who like, let's think about like the kind of dude she needs. She needs like um, a bar owner, you know, or a club owner or something like that. Someone who's a little cheesy, uh, maybe a Miami dude or something. But, like, who's not in the spotlight, not this, not that, but who likes big tits and fake eyelashes and whatever, and who might be, what, 55, 56 years old, smokes cigars? I don't know. She's not looking in the right pool. I think she needs someone like Zied. <laughs> now you're talking. I'm serious. Her. Like, someone who's mm -hmm. like, you are perfect. I love mm -hmm. you so, so much. That'll never work for her, though, because she doesn't get the validation that she That's wants true. from it. Because she, want, because she wants it to be... Uh, fly. That's true. You know She's I mean? like, he's my sexy man. He's my double oh seven man. Yeah, he's my double. I'm like, he's Tom. What are you talking about? <laughs> he's double seven. He's Tom, and that's his sister. Nobody's. He's not double seven. He ain't no Sean Connery. It's not happening. What are you talking about? <laughs> you know, maybe she needs. Maybe she needs he's like a Tom. coke dealer, like a washed up coke dealer. Like might work for her. I don't know. You know what would work for her? So great. I can't even believe we haven't thought of this before. A hot prisoner inside who's never yes. getting out. Who's never oh, getting out. My God, you're exactly right. Perfect. He will give her nothing but attention and love constantly. She can talk about him to everyone. She can be in control, but he can be her daddy. He can be her like. He, he can, can work big, out strong constantly. Man. She can go look at my yeah, my hot man in inside on the inside. He's she can post whatever she wants on social media because that asshole doesn't even have a phone. No, he thinks she's famous. Like he thinks she's dude. famous. Yes. she's it's perfect. Now you're talking. Perfect. I okay, think we just how, solved her problem. How about this though? What is up with uh, Stacy's boyfriend? What's his deal? I asked my boyfriend, and he was like, "I think he's nearly, you know, mentally handicapped. We don't know, but like, he can't be like a normal dude, can he?" Uh, Florian, besides him having like really some kind of autoimmune disorder, I mean, or. <laughs> him having the blood sucked out of him at night and he's getting weaker and weaker every day yes, he looks yes. like he is really gonna drop dead he looks blue he really green he looks like he's yellow he's skin and bones i mean i think i think stacy might be just giving him food like i don't know he's he's in it for the same reason that a lot of them are sadly he probably wants a better life and stacy is cute whatever she's probably she's just as crazy in her own way maybe not the desperation that darcy has yeah. but she is very she still does the whole look how we do we out on the town look how yeah. we do she still talks how like we an do idiot. it in albania she wears go, the crazy matching miter motorcycle outfit you're 45. You know. Nobody says this. How we do it in Albania. No. That's not. That's for children. That's so, for Paris Hilton back in uh, one. Like, totally. Don't you think he's like pretty much the same reason as a lot of them? Like the the simplest answer is usually the right one. That he just wants a better life. It would have to be. Yeah. It would have to be. Yeah. But 
let me ask you this. Why? I mean, are they so fucked up that they only date foreign men? I don't know. Not that you have to be fucked up to date a foreign man, but they seem to exclusively go online looking for foreign men. Uh... Maybe they feel they're like... young women who live near Manhattan. Right, not young, youngish. They're women who live near Manhattan. Don't you think though that's because of the power dynamic? Because when we think about it, Sharp has created two shows that Love After Lockup and Ninety Day Fiance. Mm-hmm. They're based on the same premise. One person has the power, the other one doesn't. Yeah. However, what we see as viewers is that often gets flipped on its head. The person yeah. who thinks they have the power, they actually don't. And honestly, that's what Donnie was saying last night. He thought, he goes, I think Tom thought he was getting like a powerful person coming right. overseas for, for, for his, you know, bar to be raised. To make him famous. Yes. And he's like the national laughing stock now. And it's embarrassing for everyone involved. I mean, his sister's really mean. She's awful. I, I can't stand her. I mean, yeah, she might have some good points. She's telling Darcy some hard truths. But why? Why is she doing it? Why are they out doing this cheesy salsa dance thing? It's so ridiculous. And Well, she's, she's acting like a woman who is mad at other women for being sexy, too, though. You know exactly, what I mean? Like, right. she's like, what's that? Yeah, like she's a, she's not like a super sexy girl in that like there's no extensions and flashy clothes and tits out and lashes and all that stuff. And she seems to have a fucking hard on for women who do do that. Right. We all know chicks like that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not a good look. That's not like a good look. It makes look. her annoyed that Darcy is sexy ish. Right. Right. Or that Darcy cares about those things. And it's like, well, hold right. up here. You just said this is exactly your brother's type. Yes. And so that's what you're going to have to deal with. It, it, the whole thing is so fucked up. I can't get enough of it. I, I actually, can't either. Okay, here's the tea. I heard this. I don't know if this has any truth to it. People listening, if you've heard this from a reputable source and can confirm it, tell me. Let me know. I've heard that Darcy is going to film a third season with yet another dude. Can this be true? I think... <laughs> I think. Okay. Okay. If, if, okay. Aaron. I, I say 50%. There's a chance. Okay. Aaron, let me ask you this then. When is it that Darcy deserves an Academy Award? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like when is it that I'm being played? When is it that I'm invested this much in Darcy and her, um, her emotional instability that I'm actually being played and she's like, I'm fucking fine. And I'm just working y'all over. Cause I- at this point, three times a charm. I'm friends with one other podcaster who actually thinks this, but I still don't. I still don't think you could act at this level. You know, she deserves an award. She needs to be in pictures. She oh. needs to be in the first, you Absolutely. know, next big movie of all time if, if, that's, if this is the case. Oh, I know. I know. No, I think she really wants to be on TV. Just like you said, they've always been trying. And I think yeah. she will probably just make herself look horrible because it's very easy to do it's very easy for her to just her heart can be open to anyone my she heart's open as well as my underwear as we said she could fall in love with the lamppost i mean somebody could bump against her and she'd be like oh it's just like we're walking down the aisle oh my god are you asking me to marry you lamppost mm-hmm. so yeah i think it's very easy for her to just film with different people and get emotionally attached it can't be I mean, it has to be, though. Uh, some, as we said, Please something's wrong with Darcy. That. I think, I swear to God, we're probably never going to get rid of Darcy. Like, she will just keep trying to marry different dudes around the world. It'd be like around the world in 30 years with Darcy. <laughs> <laughs> around the world in 80 seasons? Oh, I mean, my God. I, totally. The, the, 
Who else said this? Was it you and Jenny who were like, please put her as the next bachelor, bachelorette, excuse me, please put her as the bachelorette because I guess they have to be younger. I, I want to, I want a middle-aged bachelorette you, and I need to be Darcy. Can you imagine at night, like the, the guys, they would have the um, black light cameras on or the night cam vision things and they'd be like all huddled up like, okay, now if you tie the sheets to the window, we could probably all climb out of yes. here and maybe we could save three of us tonight. Maybe three, maybe three, maybe three. Come back for me, come back for me. Yes. They'd be yes. totally fucking trying to escape the entire yes. time. It would be like a full on like American like, Horror Story they're, Bachelor. They're going to like, be like, she's going to give me a rose tomorrow. She's going to give me a rose tomorrow. I got to get out. I got to get out. She's going to give me a rose. I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. I'm dying. That would oh, be fuck. amazing. Oh, fuck. She gave me a rose. Oh, fuck. She gave me a rose. We got to do one-on-one. What the hell should I do, dude? What the hell should I do? I mean, what are we going to do with this girl? I don't know Except what we're going to do. Her, I'm going to watch but... her every single week. And if she's on another season with a new victim, then I'm here for it. And I well, also I... strangely have sympathy for her that won't quit. No, I know. I'm a woman. I'm never going to hate like another right. woman who's trying to just like find love. You know, no. she's going about it in perhaps the worst way that I've ever <laughs> seen a human being go about finding love. But Lister, remember, I don't need love. I don't need love. Don't make me look like I'm desperate for love. I was like, well, she's not making you look desperate for love. Your Instagram account is because it's <laughs> fucked up, girl. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, you forty-eight, and you're just wearing giant underwear on your Instagram account. That ain't normal. <laughs> That's the picture you sent me today. You guys, you have to go look at this post. It's ridiculous. Oh my god! It looks like something from nineteen ninety-seven. Like, uh, it looks like a Marky Mark. Oh, oh my god! That's exactly who she's being. She's being Marky Mark. Yeah, she's got like she's got her House of Eleven underwear, mm-hmm. like like chonies, her drawers hanging out of like big ripped up jeans. <laughs> the giant. But she's about four feet tall, you know, so the, they just look like giant granny panties up to her giant tits with maybe an inch of like ill, illy, like tanned skin, you know, in between them. It's so bad. And a belt unbuckled. It's all unbuckled. She's like, no one's going to make me feel worthless. I'm like, except you taking the picture. What are you doing? You're doing that. You put that out there. Oh my God. I can't breathe. It's so Ooh. bad. Poor Darcy. All right. Well, tell people where they can find you on social media if you want people to find you. I'm at Lister2 on um, Twitter. That's it. That's the only thing I do is Twitter. I I, I stalk people on uh, Instagram, but I've never posted anything on Instagram. I have like a thousand followers on Instagram. I've never posted anything. (laughs) They just want to follow you. So if anybody is looking for me on Instagram, you're going to be sorely disappointed. No, find <laughs> Lister find on, on Twitter. Twitter for sure. And on BFF Fridays on Sirius XM channel yes. 109 from 10 a.m. to noon Eastern Standard Time every single Friday with Colleen and, of course, the one and only Jenny McCarthy. I was so excited that I got to be there with you guys this last Friday. It we was really had the best amazing. time. We did. It was It was surreal for me because, again, we've said this even off air, that it felt like we all knew each other. Great. But the fact that we were sitting there and I could see your faces and you could see mine as we were laughing and talking, I'm like, oh, this is next level. This is actually what should be going on. I need to move here. I'm not. I'm not a stalker. I'm not going to do that. I I couldn't possibly agree more. It was as if you had been in the studio the whole time. Yeah. Except we got to pick up on each other's physical energy in the room. Totally. Which made such a difference. Anyway, I loved it. So awesome. I'm going to do it again. And we're going to see each other, hopefully, in Madison, too, at some point. I don't know if you can meet, make the meetup. You guys listening, the meetup is still going on 
November 8th, we are going to meet at Lucille in Madison. It's a beautiful restaurant. I have a huge space reserved for us. It might be getting bigger as more people come. I have a Luann Countess and Friends ticket giveaway. One person is going to win two tickets, and they have VIP after meet and greet included with the countess herself she's very she's very gracious in real life so don't worry and you'll be sitting with mary Payne and i and also you can just buy tickets yourself they're not that expensive in madison the show is not sold out believe it or not do and, you guys do like a show from there or are you just hanging out like mm-hmm. it's, i, I can only do from, like how we do radio like you don't podcast from there though mm-hmm. that day right okay. we're not going to do that we're just going what mary Payne and i are going to do is we're going to have like from 4 30 or 4 to 7 30 p.m at Lucille, downtown Madison. We're going to hang out. Listeners can come, bunkies, meet up, just have drinks, have food, just like hang out. No show, nothing like that. We're just going to mingle. And then whoever is going to Luann's show, come with us. We'll all go to Luann's show. It's just down the street. If you don't want to go to Luann's show, that night? she's playing at the Orpheum Theater in Madison. Oh, which is on, Yeah, it's on State Street. And it's mm-hmm. like, I think her doors open at 7.30 p.m. and you can, uh, the show starts at 8 p.m., but you can really get there whenever. I've been to the one in L.A. It's like a rowdy crowd. It's really fun just to laugh and like have a ball. It's not a serious thing, guys. Like you don't go for the serious singing, Avi. I'm going. <laughs> it's so much fun. You should come. No, you I told totally you I'm not come. buying a ticket. I'm just going to show up at the bar and sit there. Just show up at the bar and sit there. And you know what? After Luann's <laughs> show. you. After Luann's show, I think people are just probably going to go back or go to a different, you know, go wherever. So we'll just go out at night. It'll be super fun. If you can make it up, I would love it. But anyone who wants to come, go to tasteofreality.com and click on podcasts and go to Pink Shade. And you're going to see how you can enter to get the tickets. Someone will win. Um, We're going to open it for 10 days. How you can... um, Put your name in for other information that will be coming out. And you can also buy merchandise on there, including the I Can Tote It, Angela bag, and tons of bunky and pink shade gear. You can follow me at Erin Leah Martin on Twitter and Instagram. And I'll be on BFF Friday going forward, too. So listen to that. Hey, by the way, guys, any listeners, get the pink shades. For real. Aw, you guys are so sweet. You've been wearing those kidding. sunglasses. You've been rocking them for 72, what, 80 hours? I know Gotten nothing but compliments. Jenny was wearing them and I was like, will mm-hmm. you please snap a selfie? And she's like, I actually like them. I'm like, no, we I, love them. You, I, you guys are truly the best. You're wearing the pink shades. I got to get those on the website. Website actually, <laughs> excuse me. Right now we're giving them away. If you become a bunkie on over on patreon.com slash Hey bunkie. Or, um, if you go on pink shade Patreon too. And I might actually include that as a giveaway for one level, but thank you for wearing them and representing. I love you. I love you too. Thanks for doing this. I'll talk to you soon. Bye, baby.